Good evening, good evening. God is transforming our lives around. We spend moments and days and nights trying to take matters in our own hand, trying to do things our own way. And here is God saying, let me do it. Let me take that burden off your back. Let me wipe those tears from your eyes. Come away with me. Let me give you rest. Let me take it from here. Because only I as your father, I as your God know how to do so. In that very moment, when we say yes to that, when we say okay to that, give up our own way of doing anything, everything, just for his to be experienced. And let me tell you something, as a testimony of who God is, he is a man that he shall not lie. If he said it, he will do it. And we are all witnesses of God's goodness, of God's faithfulness, of God providing. Our testimonies are not just for us to experience, but for others to get a chance to experience. Because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Embrace that. Like never before, he's the same, but yet he's always doing a new thing. There's no end to God. Going deeper and deeper and deeper. The more you receive from God is the more hungry you become for God. The more you make yourself available, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the more you grow. And the more you grow, the more you know. And what you know, you release. And so much change takes place because of it. Trying to pay things on your own way of doing it. Receiving letters that, that was disregarding or disrespectful unto who God is. Doctors' reports. The world's way of doing everything we embraced. But that very moment we say this is not working for us. We still frustrated. We still worn out. We still up at night. We still angry. This is not working. No matter how many years you went to school. No matter how much money you have saved up. It can never be a life without any burdens unless you give it over to God. And many of us battling our own self with going. And when I mean going to God, because he's there, he never left you, meaning accept the invitation of letting him be who he is. 
fighting our own happiness, fighting our own everything good. Because it can only be found in Him, for He is good. He is who He said He is. And I thank God that in Him there is no lie. See, it's one thing to listen to the world lie to you about all kinds of things. Always the opposite to what it really is. But we embraced that opposite and we walked in it. But it wasn't working for us. Now here comes God with his truth. That outweighs every lie. Now we're able to sleep at night. Now things that were against us are now for us. Let me tell you something. One thing about God. One of the things about God I love is that we don't take matters in our own hand. And that's for the good and the bad. I done seen so many people come to me in ways that God wouldn't want them to come to me or even say to me. But because I allow God to be God and I prayed through the process that it didn't feel good to be in that experience in that encounter but I stood still and I stand fast and when God says he make the enemy your footstool he does not mean your neighbor because they are not your enemy the devil tried to use them to cause you to fall but because you stood and let God have his way and have matters in his own hands. You saw the glory of God because the hatred or whatever was coming your way bowed. Now they are for you. Do you see how that look? Do you see how transformation look? Went from worrying to now having confidence. Went from being insecure to now knowing you a masterpiece. Worrying about bills. Now you paying other people's bills. Come on. What? And it's all God wants to show to every single one of us. That he's the same. Some people thinking that he's different. He love you more than me. No, he love us all the same. Because he is the same. Even though he's always doing a new thing. He's still Say, God's presence is on me so powerfully. I'm serious. My body is just like shaking. It's been shaking all day. And I'm just like, God, I was trying to compose myself. I was trying to keep it together. But when God is touching you, it is what it is. Wherever you are, where you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. I did the best I could to keep it together today. But he still touched. The touch don't go anywhere. He don't put his hands on and take it off. His hands remain. His blessings remain. His glory remain. Constant. And it's through our lives. And I thank God for every promise. That he's revealing unto me. And preparing me on how to receive it. So it can remain prosperous. 
Because God can give you something and he has given us things. Even if we didn't understand or did understand. A lot of things we didn't show the appreciation by honoring it. By taking it serious and not for granted. Anything you can think of. See, when we honor the things of God like we honor Him, because honoring the things of God is honoring Him, you will see prosperity a lot in every area of your life. See God in your giving. See God in your speaking. See God in your demonstration. See God in the in the area of meditating. Soaking in his presence. Regarding any and everything. Holy Spirit is our guide. Reveals all truth. Expose every lie. But we cannot focus on the lies. We cannot be the children of God that's always trying to see bad in people. Or determine who's right and who's wrong, who's real and who's fake. That's not love conditionally. Unconditionally. That is love conditionally. Hallelujah. Look at the fine motives and trying to determine are they good or bad. You don't have to do any of that. Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. Without you even saying or doing anything about it. Hallelujah. God is so satisfied. If we can see the satisfaction on what the cross, the resurrection power has afforded us. Me as a daughter of God. And I don't take that lightly as him being my father. My daddy. God even had to remind me several times. I am satisfied. Because I be saying, God, it makes my heart heavy. To see someone say they love you and they act like they worship and they pinpoint people's mistakes. But yet go at home and don't even pray to you. Don't even thank you. I care what you see. I care how you feel. And God remind me, I know you care. I love you. You my daughter and I know you care about me. But I want you to meditate on seeing me satisfied. I am satisfied. I can never go unsatisfied again. I can never be angry again. The blood has caused forgiveness to remain. It can never go undone. It is finished. So when you see something like that or hear people like that, don't be angry. Don't disregard them. Since you know what to do and how to do, you keep doing that. And that's what's going to set them free. By, they, by them seeing how it is to really 
praise and worship. To be a servant, to be faithful, to be loving, to take risks, to be bold, unashamed, unafraid, fully persuaded, stepping in faith and going higher, going deeper, being hungry, being desperate, knowing who you are, remembering, remaining. That changes lives. Not anything familiar. What changes lives is the unfamiliar. Hate recognize love. Faithless recognize faith. And so forth and so forth. God's presence so heavy. He used to cause my, like usually when he when he's ready to release something to me, it's like my hand a twitch, my leg a twitch, something a twitch on my body. That's how my natural body responds. Responds. It used to be like periodically. Now it's like it's starting to come so fast, so much. And I'm like, wow, Father, gee, my God, Jesus. I love how God is just showing us who he is. And then releasing to us who we are. And we can only be found in him. Every answer you will ever need is in him. We need him. Nothing else. And God says to me, how does it feel to see me move on your behalf? I don't have people belittle me. I have people disrespect me. I have people try to use me, try to tiptoe and be snoop around regarding me. And I love anyhow. I don't have anger in me. I can't do what you're doing to me back to you because that's not who I am. It used to bother me and hurt me to see you be used by the enemy to do that. When you're walking with God, when you're walking with God and you operate like that, that means you took your eyes off and put them somewhere else where they don't belong. So did your ears tune in to another voice to do what you shouldn't do and say what you shouldn't say. But because I love anyhow, I see it worked out for my good because now you are for me. I have people pretty much look at me and say to me, comparing themselves to me, I have all of this. What do you have? Literally asking, what do you have? I have more than enough. I have apparently what you don't. Who cares how many years you went to school? That means you went there and learned nothing to say what you just said. You don't ask a believer, what do they have? 
because you should know who they have. And how glorious is that? That God's truth in me outweigh every lie you ever walked in. And I see it works out for my good. Every time I was a little concerned. I said, God, why is this happening to me? A lot of people want my anointing, want my promises, want my lifestyle, but don't want my preparation. God. It used to bother me to see believers, believers talk like that, act like that, and say you walk with God. And for God to have you walk with Him, satisfied into the blood, and you don't even know what you're saying in your Father's presence, but you can quote every scripture. You can quote every scripture. But you're not walking in what you're quoting. And I don't know every scripture. But in my life, the word is fulfilled. And I'm demonstrating it. So what God is doing now, he's educated me on what I've been doing all along. By putting a word to it. And he said to me, how does it feel to see my work at hand in your life? Didn't I tell you it's going to work out for your good? Because it didn't feel good for someone to come to me and say that to me. I went to God. And he was literally kept asking. And I said, God, I went home. And I said, God, give me an answer. Because you never put it in my heart to have an answer. And God said, this is what I want you to tell them. Whoever, whenever, this is what I want you to say. That your testimony is based upon your following behind me. And with doors I open because of your obedience, that is your short-term goals. And your short-term goals of your obedience opens the doors to your long-term goals. Tell them, continue to watch. All I want you to do is follow me. And that's not everybody's testimony. Because sometimes God will tell you specifically what to do. He may have you go to school. He may have you open a business. He may have. But my walk, he's just telling me to follow. And as I'm following, he say, do this, do that, go this, go there. And it be done. Because I make sure I do it. And when I look back, due to my obedience, I see how much took place. So everybody walk is different. We walking with the same person, representing the same place, the kingdom. And now the people that were against me are now for me. And I saw it happen a lot in my life. We don't take matters in our own hands. 
let God take care of it. Because he knows how to take care of it once and for all. See, for us, we may just take care of it. And it comes back over and over, even more. But when God takes care of it, it's taken care of for good. It will never happen again. And God released to me, we are all human. And we all make mistakes. So always have a forgiving heart. Be prepared to forgive. Always forgive. Some of us say we forgive, but deep down we really don't. We really don't. Some of us got a certain schedule as to when we do things spiritually for God. This time I'm doing this. I pray at this time. I do it every day. It's like that. Well, he's always doing a new thing. You have to be free to worship. Free to listen. Free to speak. Available to do all of the above. When God say, get up, I'm up. Some of these mornings that I've been on here, I was half asleep, but I got up. A lot of times that God used to be to post up and go live. I literally get up. <laughs> I honor you that much and myself that much. Not to get up there and be on camera looking and sounding any kind of way. So at four or three in the morning, I'm putting on makeup. To present myself. Because I, I feel you're worth more than that to me. Than, than you to see me look any kind of way. Especially myself. <laughs> Doing everything as if I'm about to go out the house. Going nowhere, but just going in front of you. Because I honor you that much. I give you the best of me. I give you my very best at everything I do. Even down to the clothes that I wear. Hallelujah. I'm mindful of what I do, what I say, and how I dress. Because I'm an example. And it doesn't matter what people say It doesn't matter what people think But remember you still are an example Me showing my cleavage is not a good example Because to the world that's familiar Because that's what they do But what gets their attention is the unfamiliar Being a woman of virtue I want to show you my body To prove any point that don't even make sense at all. There is no point to make. Hallelujah. I don't speak any kind of way. I think before I say anything. Because I honor you that much. Many of you disrespected me. In my face. Even if I showed an act of love to you. And I went home and I said. God why did I speak up for myself? Why did I say this? Why did I say it? Because you don't operate in offense. And some of your words were very harsh. Very harsh. And it caused me to cry in the presence of God. But I thank God because of me loving anyhow. That bowed before me. And I have done same to others. And I thank God for forgiving me. Hallelujah. Whether I was aware or unaware. Hallelujah. God says so much going to happen to you tonight. Oh God, a powerful night. 
he's moving. He's moving. I love. I really love. And I love anyhow. Loving anyhow is unconditional. And a lot of us say we love unconditional, but we're still loving with condition. We're still loving with limits. I should say to God, those who envy me, they don't envy me because I don't do the work of myself. So they envy the one they serve. How does that sound? How does that look? For God to see you envying him who you serve sounds like Satan to me. Even if the thought of envy come to your mind or jealousy come to your mind or anger or unfair, anything evil or contrary to who God is, you know what's good. You know what's bad. If any bad, anything come upon you and you operate in that, you have opened yourself up for the enemy to use you. Guard your heart. Renew your mind. Stop focusing so much on motives and who's real and who's fake. Who really worship and who really don't. Who's religious and who's not religious. You know how to do it right. You know how to make it right. Because you know you were made right. Not by your works at all. Due to what Christ done on our behalf. Because God so loved us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for every promise. I'm getting closer and closer to receiving all of my promises. And you know what? I already have them. And God released that to me today. He said, you have them. Your promises are yours. Whatever I revealed to you is yours. Whatever I said to you is yours. It's yours. It's yours. Yours to keep. Now, do you embrace what you saw spiritually? What you heard spiritually? What you spiritually encounter? Now, get ready for the natural. Because it will manifest. And it is manifesting. Now. So we want, sometimes we just want it all to come, bam, just like that. No. Everything don't come just like that. It's how God wanted to come. How God wanted to manifest. It may come gradually. It may not. It may come rapidly. It may not. However, just receive. And while you're receiving, <clears throat> continue to believe. Excuse me. Hallelujah. I said to God today, when I looked at the man that God has given me, at first I was like, God, I can't look. And God said, why not? You're preparing so well. You mean to tell me that you can't just say thank you? Looking with how you feel is saying thank you unto me. Stop thinking too much. And what he mean by that, stop overthinking things. And just let things happen. 
already yours. Everything I've spoken to you already belongs to you. From me. My love to you. My thanks to you for your obedience unto me. So can I continue to show you what it's like to walk in the fulfillment of having the exceedingly, experiencingly, experiencing the abundantly above what you can ask or even think? I don't want you to see this man and have your heart aching to have something you already have. See yourself already with him. Because this is from me and I am for you. And who could be against that? No one. Not even Satan himself. He tried his best to stop this. And I gave my best to keep it going. Can you receive that? And I was like, yes. I'm like, yes. Hallelujah. Whatever God promised you, whatever God spoken to you, is already yours to keep. See yourself with it. Because it's indeed a part of you forever. I feel even closer that he's saying this now, even closer to this man. It's like I just got closer. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. Because that's what happened. <laughs> he just became closer. And the thing, I'm going to show you what God is showing me right now in the vision. I'm not coming closer, He's coming closer. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. How does that look to move out of position to receive and try to make happen what God said belongs to you? Not the way how God wanted to happen. So if you do it out of, out of God's will, it's not going to be God's way and you're not going to wind up happy. Because something's going to happen that you don't want to happen or something's going to be said that you don't want to hear because you shouldn't have moved. So by God showing me him moving instead of me, that means I don't move at all. Not with my words. Not with my actions. Now, if God give me a word, I would give it to you. Of course, I have. But right now, I feel God in my spirit saying, the word I'm giving you now, intercede. I want you where you are and I want him where he is right now. I want to deal with you on your end and deal with him on his right now. And what he's pretty much saying is no communication. But still communicating. Got to get that. Let everything take place spiritually right now. I didn't say don't speak. I didn't say be rude. I just say allow it to be all spirit. Just communicate by praying unto God regarding everything he showed me. 
And now God showed me him coming closer. <laughs> Even closer than what I just seen. And let me tell you why he's making him, he's bringing him closer and closer now. Because I don't want to move. And I went to God about my sisters. Because I love you. I love you so much, sisters. Always wanted so many sisters. And I have so many. I have you. I have what I want. God is so faithful. Oh, he shows so much favor. And, and it, it hurts my heart a little bit when I hear how some of you want to know who your husband are. Who your husbands, you know, who they are so much. Some of you want to know so much. To the point it's, it's destroying your thinking. Because that's all you're thinking about is only that and nothing else. And I went to God and I was like, God, why you why you tell me and not say anything to them? And you know what God said? Because you were willing. And I'm not saying that you are not willing, but I'm talking about my testimony. I was willing to look at myself. And see what I need to do. Not even thinking about no man, first of all. But that's my that was how I was going. I went to God. I wanted God. And I still, and that's always gonna be God. First, only. Some of you are preparing to do something that God only called your husband to do. And you're in your own way. I don't know who that's for, but you better receive that. Some of you think you know too much, some of you talk too much. Some of you try to consider yourselves equal as a man. That's why you don't have one. You think you got it all together because you got your degree, your money, your house. It's so much more than that. That's why you're still single. Because you're in your own self. Get out yourself. Humble yourself. And ask God. If you see anything in me. See, that's my declaration. That's my prayer life. If you see anything. And I say, people want what I have. Want my anointing. Want this. Want the fire. Want the power. But don't want the preparation. For God to say, change this. I float this up. I get this up. Get this out. I don't question God. I just say, remove it. And how do we remove it? By me doing the change. Making the change. And seeing what happens when a change takes place. One time God says, stop exaggerating. You don't have to do that. Some of us, God can say stuff too. He can't even say nothing too because you're in your feelings. Or you're embarrassed in your father's presence. Who already know everything about you? And I was like, I exaggerate. God said, yeah. I said, oh, sorry. No more than. It's like everything he was saying, okay, okay, yes, forgive me. Okay, I'm going to change that. It wasn't no, ah, I don't think so. That ain't me. I ain't doing that. And nah. Thank you. Anything else? Don't let nobody push all over you. Stand up for yourself. It's okay to say no. People take advantage of you because you're always doing what they ask you to do. And they should take advantage of that. They should be honored that you love them that much. But everybody don't think the same way. So let me protect you. Let me show you what to say and how to say it. Sure. You got this hurt in you. You're still unforgiving in that area. 
Won't you call this person up and tell them you love them? God, they hate me. Call them and tell them you love them. And the list goes on and on. Time to pay my rent. No, give it to the church. I'm not saying what? What are you talking about? Okay, fine. Son did something you want Paul to do. Before I was even thinking to spank him, God said, no, hug him. Love him. Go get him something from the store. Go buy him uh, uh, something he wants. A present. Make his favorite meal. Okay. Is that no, he don't deserve it. I shouldn't do that. No, I'm a spank. No. How many times God spoke and we said no and we did what we want to do in our flesh? God would say things like that. So when said, kill you so beautiful, God said, tell them they're beautiful too. You're beautiful too. Always release a, a compliment back. Go hug them, okay. Get away from that person, okay. Hallelujah. Don't think that in your heart, okay. Don't say that out your mouth, okay. Don't want this person's life, okay. Don't take matter in your own hands, okay. Watch what you say out your mouth, okay. Change your attitude, okay. Don't be lazy, okay. Don't think you're better, okay. I'm just giving examples. And most of what I said are testimonies. I never intentionally want to ever think I think I'm better than anybody. But sometimes what we say and what we do can come off that way. And you're not even aware you're coming off that way. With my anointing, I felt ways disregarding people. Didn't think I need anybody's help because I thought Holy Spirit would tell me it all. But I'm putting a limit on Holy Spirit because he, that means that I'm not allowing him to move through you to help me. See how much growth takes place when we yield? Imagine God saying, you're yielding in this area, but not in that area, so you're not yielding at all. Sure, help me yield. That's my hunger. That's how I am. They hate you. Go buy them lunch. Okay. Go to work an hour early just to give them a break. And you don't be on the clock. Get off the clock. Don't even clock in. And give them breaks for them for that hour. Go around the whole school and ask each teacher, do I need a break? In that child care facility. I want you to gather all the children that people don't want to be around or those who, who be talked about or belittled or separated. The ones they say cry too much. Don't look appropriate enough to hold. Smell, whatever. Grab them all together and love them. All the ones that get on their nerves, grab them all together and you be their teacher. You be their caretaker. And you give them your very best. On the weekend, I want you to create curriculums. 
exciting things for them to come and look forward to doing. I did everything God said. I go to the job, wash the walls, fine. Go to the bathroom, scrub the bathrooms, bleach the bathrooms. Don't forget the toilets. Public bathrooms. Scrub the toilets, okay? Because they deserve better than this. Clean the lounge, okay? Pick up the food off the floor that they put on the floor, okay? Um, you are responsible for the bathroom. I want you to make sure that bathroom stay clean. Stay neat. Stay with a great smell. And so does the classroom. Wash the windows, sure. Give up your lunch break. Let somebody else get a longer break, sure. And let it be the one who hate you, sure. Sometimes I cry in the closet. I was like, okay, God, I'm coming. I'm coming. As soon as I clean up the bathrooms, go back five minutes later, it's the same way again. Clean it all over again. Sure. Do a prayer list in the lounge and tell them, don't put no name down. What do they want you to pray for? And I want you to put a list down every week. Sure. I want you to go around to each teacher in that facility and tell them one thing you love about working with them. Sure. And start with the ones who hate you. Sure. For those who hurt you, I want you to do a good deed unto them. Sure. I want you to find them on social media and message them a good message. Sure. testimony. God say give this testimony. When I was in high school in the ninth grade I had a teacher who took advantage of me. And I saw this teacher fondling around messing around with other students that really wanted to be with him. And he was sleeping around with the students but then he had called my name and I needed his grade to pass because my mom didn't play with my grades and he used to tell me to touch him in the ninth grade I used to skip his class because I was so afraid to see him I only told one friend and she was telling me don't say anything because the whole school loves him and if you say anything the whole school going to hate you and not believe you. Do you want that in your life? So you better not say anything. It started getting out of hand to the point he starts showing up at my home like he cared about my education but he just wanted to see me personally in my home. I never said nothing to my mom. Nothing. And this teacher kept doing that. And I said, man, I don't care about this grade no more. I'm not touching this man. How can you do this to me? How can you do that to me? So I started drinking at that young. To try to get over that. Think of that experience. Start smoking weed. If I went to his class to get my mind off. And because I, because I didn't go all the way with what he wanted me to do, 
He gave me a barely, a, I mean, a barely passing grade. And he was pretty much saying, I should fail you so I can have you in my class again. For a teacher to tell you they're in love with you, a teacher, and you're in the ninth grade, come on, man. Afraid to speak up and say anything. And the reason why I brought this up, because God said years ago, I want you to know what happened was I was outside, just got finished ministering on the, on the street by praying, you know, walking in the streets praying. And I saw him ride down the street. And he had his head almost in his lap. And I yelled out, I forgive you. And the look on his face when I said that. So many people were coming out in these years about how people did things to them defile-wise, defilingly, disrespectfully, harassment, sexual harassment, fondling, rape, molestation. And the look on his face when I said, I forgive you. I yelled it so he can hear me. I was way across the street. He looked like, thank you. It's like he needed that. He probably spent all those years like, what did I do to that young girl and these other girls? I pray that they don't come out and say I did what I did. Because I wouldn't be able to lie about it. And I say that because God would tell you to do things. Forgive. And he'd give you ways on how to forgive. He had me on that corner because he knew he was going to drive down that street that day at that time. To yell out, I forgive you. And I was like, dude, this man at my home. My mother was like, come, come out here. Come downstairs. Your teacher's here. Teacher? What teacher? What do I do now? And when I seen his face, he smiled like, oh my God, come on, dude. I just walked out the house. I just walked out. Like, come on, man. And in front of with my mom, and I'm like, come on, man. Hallelujah. Forgiving people who hurt you. Hallelujah. Loving those Anyhow, loving all, anyhow. And God said, I don't forget anything. I was with you when it happened. I will never leave your side. I got this. When someone mess with you, they mess with me. I got this. When someone belittle you, they belittle me. When someone question you, they question me. Whatever they do unto you, it's unto me. But you don't take matters in your own hands. I got this. 
And I went from it saying, God, yeah, get them, to saying, God, have mercy upon them. Another testimony. God want me to testify, huh? You want me to testify? All right. <laughs> Another testimony. I love you, Father, so much. And um, what was I saying? Oh my God, Father. Yeah, another testimony. God told me, put your hands on that blind man's eye. And as I was getting ready to lie my hands on his eye, my hand was grabbed. And this man said, don't do that. That's not your place to do that. This is only for deacons. This is only for ministers. This is for those who have titles. Who are you? I went home furious. I said, God, I hate him. I was like, God, I hate him forever. God said, don't hate love. Repent for saying what you said. Because you don't even know what you said. I know you're angry. I understand. But I want you to understand me and understand me well. We do not hate. We love. I wiped my tears. And I said, show me how to love him. Because I don't feel anything. Look at me. When you see him, you see me. See me in him. Now, do you hate me? I began to love him. Thank God for him. And then he came and testified. I'll be moving to this state. I won't be here anymore. Honestly, I was like, yes. Bye. Let's throw him a party, y'all. I buy the cake. God said, it's not love. I said, okay. <laughs> he leaving, yes. <laughs> God said, stop love. I said, okay, 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 okay. I loved them. I hugged them. But I knew why he was leaving. God removed them. God removed them. Because of what he did. God always tell me, don't take matters in your own hands. Not even with your thoughts. Not even with your thoughts. See, we're thinking that as long as we don't say, no, don't think. Don't feel. So when a man think in his heart, so is he. Don't think that way. Hallelujah. And I love you so much. His presence is so... Whew. Every The way how the anointing is upon my life right now, it's like when Jesus goes away with God. I feel like that. That embrace he feels when he goes away with God. When Moses goes away. That embrace is like so much take place. Like a modern day Moses type of thing. Best way I can describe. I go away like that and I always come back with something. I don't have to, God don't, God don't have to use me to depart no Red Sea. Or do no plagues. Or anything like that. Because we have a cross. A blood born right. And we have been resurrected. We are now seated. He's using me prophetically to remind, to release and not just me, you also 
Before you're able to teach, you must learn. And while you're teaching, still learn. Because you will always grow. Hallelujah. Don't be a know-it-all. Don't think you got it all well put together. Because without God, we're nothing. It's God who do it, all the work. Everything. So allow him to show up and show out like he wants to. <laughs> I feel I'm getting closer, God. Oh, God. <laughs> when I saw him today, I was like, ooh, you look good. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Father, that's me right there. Oh, my God. Y'all want to hear about him? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you will very soon. I mean, you don't hurt. I don't say things. But I was like, God, oh, my goodness. Ooh, Jesus. And it's not just a natural thing. It's an everything. I ain't lying. <laughs> Not just spiritual, emotional, mentally, all that. I'm trying to tell you, my God. I was like, God, you hooked me up. And God knows we want things. And the thing is, I'm tell you how glorious it is. You want what God wants. This is what God wants. God, you shared this with me. Like, you're giving this to me? Oh, my God. I'm favored? Yeah. He's favored? Yeah. You are favored. But you two together are going to set so many people free. Break so many chains. That's why I put you two together. Man, I'm ready for this. I'm trying to tell you. It's like I'm at the, I'm at the uh, table <laughs> with a plate spoon and I'm ready to eat. I'm trying to I'm ready to eat. Father, <laughs> when I say father, <laughs> not father. Father, let me move. <laughs> father. Move. <laughs> I'm about to push you, God. I'm about to push you. Hallelujah. I'm about to push you, Father. <laughs> God say, don't push me. Don't push me. <laughs> don't push me. Because <laughs> he know I do it. <laughs> I have tried before. <laughs> Let me tell you something. God always give me downloads. Because he know I'm preparing. And he know why. What he putting in your heart, that weight, that love, that passion. He satisfies you with vision and dreams. And I'd be like, God, give me another one tonight. I'm not cheese. Hallelujah. Give me another vision. You know, give, give them, give them, keep them coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God is working on me right now on not being nervous. Like, why are you so nervous? God be like, stop being so nervous. He laughs at me. He'd be like, look at you. All that fire, all that boldness, all of that. And when you get around him, you're just like a baby. <laughs> I'm like, don't tease. I'm not teasing. I'm telling the truth. We see it all. All of the kingdom see. And they're clowning you prophetically. <laughs> you trying to dress it up nice. And I was like, wow. Don't clown me, guys. Don't, don't laugh. Don't laugh. God, be, they be laughing at me. Because I get so nervous. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't go in there. God is like, what are you doing? Stop. It's okay. Just embrace what I'm doing. Don't overthink things. It's fine. I said, okay. And I was like, God, I love what I'm seeing. I love what I'm hearing. So smart. And God, you, one of the things God said, you, you, one of your strengths of my weaknesses to help is that he's going to use you to put a word onto what I do. Because you have a word for what I do and how God uses me. See, I just spent my life doing you're very educated in the word. And I'm very educated in doing the word. But now he's going to use you to put a word into what I'm doing. So I could be more effective. I just want to let you know that. Probably already know that. 
And that's what God re- released to me. And I was like, oh, wow. Thank you. I'm not a know-it-all. That's why it's in me to be very humble and not a know-it-all. Because you're going to be doing a lot of teaching to help sharpen my gifts. Doesn't mean you're better or I'm better. It means that we are a team. And God is for us. Being a team. Forever. You want to know what I'm in your life for? No. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Jesus. <laughs> okay, Father. He's like, why you always got to take it there with your thoughts? Okay, Father. Let me bring it home. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. God, you know, God, he, see, he hears our hearts and our minds. See it. Can't hide it. So I got to watch how I'm thinking. You want to know what I'm in your life for? <laughs> okay, Father. <laughs> he said, okay, watch it. Watch it. Okay, Father. I get it together. But thank you, though. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Father, I'm just kidding. I love you so much. You're the best. You're the only. I spent these last three minutes saying I love you. We love you so much. And thank you. <laughs> Jesus. I shouldn't even thought that's why God wanted me to think like that. Because it don't go anywhere. Stay like that. Jesus. Okay, Father. Let me get that off my mind. Okay, Father. I get that off. Hallelujah. Thank you. That's God did. God just did that. He made that. Okay, right. So let's wrap it up then. Let's wrap it up. Okay, Jesus. Okay, Father. I'm sorry. Forgive me. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, Father. I'm in a playful mood now. And God. Okay, God. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's I touching my heart now. Okay. I love you, Father. I thank you all so much for listening. I love you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for loving me. Continue to pray for me as I pray for you. I just thank God for moving your life the way he is. So just enjoy everything God is doing. Embrace what he's doing spiritually. And see it already done. Enjoy the manifestation into the natural. Knowing that everything he promised you, it already is yours. It's yours. Say it's mine. It's mine. And it's forever yours. Hallelujah. I love you. And remember, greater is he who is in us. Father, okay. He's in the world. I love you.